Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gem Drafter. We're doing it on the weekend. It's Newts and Payson. Welcome back, Payson. How's it going? Going well. Excited to be back. Been a minute. Excited to rant about things, you know, Oxman, oh, yeah. Crash, all that. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I always enjoy doing it with you. Uh, I love it. You like repping the K-State every single time we do this thing now. Big 12 champs. Skylar Thompson let you down this year. Yeah, he, I mean, he actually I played. He did. I didn't think he would play this year. So, <laughs> like, that's a good to win. Oh, uh, so real quick, I've got a, I've got a shameless plug and our first advertisement of this podcast. It's my wife's business, Modern Virtual Designs. Have you guys ever wanted to remodel your house but wanted to see what it looked like before the work was actually done? Look no further. Modern Virtual Designs can help you with that process. Remodeling usually costs tens of thousands of dollars. Why would you spend tens of thousands of dollars on something and then be unhappy with it at the end? Go to modernvirtualdesigns.com and uh, my wife can help you out with, you know, for example, just click on this one. See, that's the before picture right there. I might want to zoom it in a little bit. Um, and so just, you know, for like a few hundred dollars, she can show you what it's going to look like at the end and then even give you like a 3D virtual tour um, that you can do on your phone or you can get some Google Cardboard. We actually send that to you. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's super cool. Holiday sale, 20% off through December 31st for new clients. So go over to uh, MVD and check that out. All right. Ooh. Boom. Back this, to the schedule. First advertisement on the pod. Yeah. Now back to our scheduled programming. So today, Payson kind of brought this up. He wanted to talk about, I think we've kind of done, uh, done a redraft of like the 2022 rookies already once mm -hmm. you and I. But we wanted to talk about 2022 versus 2023 because our fellow uh, co-host Ron is in a startup draft right now. And, you know, it's obviously for next year. So the 2023 picks are included in the draft right now. So it's like their picks that everyone, the picks that everyone has on their team fresh are the 24s. And then they're drafting the 23s in the actual startup draft. Uh, so it's kind of wild. I should actually pull that up. Um, Ron and I talked about it a little bit, but I just want to get it on my screen real quick uh, to make sure that I can reference like where these rookie picks went. Like if you guys listen to the Thursday show, 101 went at 110 before Justin Fields. Um, and, you know, people are really hot on Justin Fields right now. Um, and then... And so versus, but versus the 2022 rookies, like, so the 23 picks, the 101, 102, and 103 all went before Ken Walker. And, you know, I probably have 101 and Ken Walker, like even, I'm guessing you're going to be slightly different on that. Yeah. Slightly different. I'm, I'm going to have gap to Ken Walker. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So that would take both the QBs, assuming draft capital is going to be, you know, top five picks for both of them, and then B. John ahead of Ken Walker. You're going to take C.J. Manuel ahead of uh, Ken Walker? C.J. Manuel, yes. So I think that is an important thing to think about. Like, the history of Ohio State quarterbacks, obviously they have a really good wide receiver group. So is he talented or are they talented? Tough to tease that out until you separate them. But I still think he's going to get top five capital. And if he gets top five capital, he's starting. He can run a little bit, even though he's not like a running quarterback. And I think that's, that's good enough to, you know, he's, he's been in Trey Lance. I mean, we got, we still got to see both these guys. I do think CJ Stroud is good. I just, you know, me personally, I think it's harder for me to, like put my stamp on a quarterback it's just really tough to evaluate i'm more confident in evaluating running backs and i just feel comfortable with ken walker like being on a running team being on a team that might invest in a guy like cj stroud or bryce young because they have that broncos pick and then their own draft capital uh first and second round picks to like 
add ammo. I've, and I was talking about this on the last podcast. They could definitely like you know trade up with the Bears to number two and get whoever the Texans don't want because for sure the Texans are going to be the number one pick. And for sure they are taking a quarterback because they just benched Davis Mills. Was was it last year that you said is Davis Mills the best quarterback in this uh in this class when T Law and Fields and Lance were all like uh fluttering? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was probably in jest. It was probably in jest a little bit, but like a little bit. But still, there was some some truth behind it, which apparently, and there was no truth behind it. <laughs> he he is he's done, game over. Uh, but he was, you know, like a five star prospect, had a pretty good rookie year. So I thought there was a shot, but apparently not. Yeah, it's just like, and he's yeah, he flashed for sure, and then like fell off a cliff. I hope that's not. Excuse me, coffee getting me. Uh, hopefully that's not the case with his teammate Damian Pierce here. Uh, I just think he's had a few rough games, but a lot of people are victory lapping on Damian Pierce right now, saying like, "Oh, he's not good." I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know if you have a seventy-five yard touchdown like that and and move the way he's been moving and, and aren't good. I just think that team's not good. Yeah, the team's. I don't know how many people are trying on that team anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe Damian Pierce isn't trying anymore, yeah. saving himself for next year. Uh, but that's skipping down the list a little bit. So then oh, you, you agree that one or two and one or three are pretty much the quarterbacks or you got somebody else sneaking up there. Oh, and 23. Um, I th- I would say one Oh two is probably Bryce young for me. I just, I'm a little bit more reserved about CJ Stroud right now. I just, there's so many good wide receivers on that team. Like you said, I do think that he's good. I just, I need to see the situation, see if he goes like top three, see where Gibbs goes. Um, so as of right now, I would go Bijan, Young, Gibbs, uh, one, two, three. So it's getting strapped. I'm a little concerned that Gibbs is too small. I, I was just saying that to Jimmy Joe last night. Jim, I was talking to Jimmy Joe about his goats picks, and I was like, dude. The narratives are already starting about Gibbs being too small, splitting time with Jason McClellan. I was like, you're getting him at four all day in there, dude. And of course, you started on the podcast. Oh, there's my wife. What are you doing? Oh, taking a picture of Stinky on the couch. Oh, oh, wrong way. There's Stinky. Yeah, there it is. Sun. It's doing some sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um sorry, I lost my place there. So we were at uh 101 through 103. That's kind of the range where Ken Walker slides in. I think then there's a little bit of a gap before you get to Brees Hall, just because he's hurt. I was like clearly Brees Hall over Ken Walker before this, uh, before yeah. the injury. And so I think because the injury's got to be behind. But I, I think I still like him, you know, assuming health and everything, I still like Brees Hall better. So, like, come September next year, I'm probably flipping those two. Yeah, if you see Brees Hall come back to full strength, I just hope he doesn't try to come back too quick like J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Um, the thing about, like, the the 23 running backs – Versus Ken Walker and Brees Hall for me is like, I know they they look really, really good, but like Ken Walker and Brees Hall are like just as young as these guys already in their situations. And like the Jets are obviously on the uptrend if they can figure out the QB situation. And they, and they even are with the QB situation being sketchy. Like Seattle looks pretty good this year with Geno. Um, and they're in position to attack the quarterback position, like I've said over and over already. Both those guys ran sub four four man. Like I want to see Bijan and Gibbs run that fast. Like, I mean, that's kind of where I think the consensus, or the consensus being this draft that just happened. It's not really consensus, but whatever. Uh, that has one hundred four being after Ken Walker and after Brees Hall. Assuming that's Gibbs, I think you've got to take those two ahead of him. Okay, yeah. So you're insane. Like if CJ Stroud does does pop off and go uh, ahead of Gibbs. Got it. I'm just like living in my own little zone over here where Gibbs is like the best player ever. Cause I, Gibbs is just locked in. What are, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about? 
Well, like I'm at the point right now where like I just I need to watch CJ Stroud more and like convince myself more that like if he's the, in the top four for me, like I'm trading back from one of those picks and picking up guys like uh, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Tank Bigsby. Um, I don't know, man. The more I look at this class with like how Boutte and JSN have had down years and just like not liking it as much as I used to. And like, I just love the 22 class as people know. And like, I know the rookie hype is going to set in to where you can get every, everything under the sun for these rookie picks when you're on the clock. But like, I don't think you're going to be able to get guys like Olave, Garrett Wilson and London for these picks when they're, when they're on the clock, especially if, you know, the Falcons situation gets better if the Falcons get a QB. Oh, that was something else. A little bit of a tangent here I wanted to talk about was uh, the Falcons next year have the second highest effective cap space uh, behind the Bears, which the effective cap space is like takes into account them filling a roster and the draft pick salaries uh, at 57 million. So like, Hello, Josh Jacobs. Like the Raiders are, they have 15 million effective cap space. Like the Raiders could probably maneuver and keep him. But I mean, like, what if Josh Jacobs goes to the Falcons? What if they get a quarterback? Uh, man, just like more weapons there means less attention for London and Pitts. Uh, I feel like Bijan's like locked in. He's a Falcon on. Yeah, I mean, you think Bijan's going to be like that CMC Barkley type draft capital? I don't know where the Falcons pick is projected to be right now, but I'd say like their ten to fifteen range. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Go yeah. late first, and then he's early. And the but the thing is, like another good landing spot for either of those. Excuse me again. Either of those top two running backs in uh Bijan and Jameer is the Eagles. And like the Eagles have the Saints pick, which is not wow. good. That's number eight right now. I'm wondering if Sanders is played mode this year to fold down. Yeah, I mean you would think that they would just ride with what they got at running back since they're winning, but like I don't know. I mean the Chiefs Maybe. did it with CEH. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. So, not the first yeah. round pick, and like, why not get a guy that's like, like we're saying, pretty much locked in yeah. on a rookie contract? You're gonna get him when he's the freshest he's ever been, and and uh, oh shoot, sorry, I just got a notification that there were some unresponsive pages, and then it, I hit exit on accident instead of just leaving them up. <laughs> Wow, this mock draft has Jordan Addison going at nine overall to the Colts. I think he's probably my wide receiver one night right now. He's the safest. I'm really interested in like Quentin Johnston. I think mm-hmm. he's kind of the next wide receiver to me. And then JSN and Boutte are like right there. A little nervous just based on the seasons they've had. Especially Boutte. I'm a little less nervous on JSN. There's some injury stuff there with Boutte, I feel like it's more quarterback play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. JSN just with the injuries. And, um, yeah, I mean, speaking of that, we can talk a little bit about the – did you watch the SEC championship game yesterday? So, <laughs> Sorry, it, I, my screen uh, glitched out a little bit. I didn't watch it, so yeah, I'm sorry. I think my internet's messing up. I'm frozen. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so for the third time, did you? Oh my gosh. For the third time, did you or did you not watch the game? didn't okay okay i watched the <laughs> highlights this morning um yeah georgia stopped them okay yeah the well who really shined to me was um 
Neighbors. He's a sophomore. N-A-B-E-R-S. Uh, what's his full name here? He's got him in my 2024 rookie rankings now. Gosh, I am just lagging out. I apologize if my audio is choppy. Uh, Malik Neighbors. Six foot, 195. He was... He was playing pretty well yesterday, and he's flashed a little bit earlier in the season too. Um, I like him, you know, as like a, you know, twelve to fifteen range guy in twenty twenty four right now. Um, yeah. but yeah, the I, I was telling you a little bit before we started recording, like those QBs are just not NFL QBs on either of those teams. Like Stetson Bennett, like yeah, he's fine in college, but like he's not an NFL QB. Um, which I think that brings up like how good the tight ends are for Georgia. Like I did see Bauer scored and I think Darnell Washington scored too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's crazy how, like, I think Washington's going to be a good NFL player too. Yeah. And he's huge. He's like six foot eight, like Jelani Woods height. Yeah. Six, seven, two seventy. Yeah. Insane. Insane that a guy that that's tall that is that tall can move like that and um, and how thick he is too, like he is super thick. Um, and then I oh yeah I just wanted to mention again I mentioned when uh, LSU beat Alabama Jason Taylor's son Mason Mason Taylor with an M, uh, he looks so good and like, gosh they just need to utilize him more at LSU like I know Daniels isn't isn't. Uh, throw first quarterback he's like you know an option quarterback but um he just seems like a really solid tight end and he is a true freshman so he's 2026 so quite a ways away but i mean already looking super good as a true freshman so maybe there's some hope for the tight end position maybe (laughs) so good uh so we didn't really finish our our draft we got to like 103, 104, and then we kind of stopped it. No, no, yeah, I was just kind of like going on a little, little side oh, spree we, there. We were just tangent world. Yeah, yeah, we we're. It's just because we were talking about. Um, you were mentioning Boutte, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna just quick talk about the game yesterday," which LSU yeah. kind of came back a little bit, but then Georgia just put the foot on their throat. Oh yeah, I just want to say one last thing about that. Like, whoever there was. I'm not going to mention names, but there was a certain Devi analyst. Hold on. I got away from my screen to stop lagging out. Analyst that was uh, talking up Kendall Milton as a freshman at Georgia. Oh, now you're frozen. Kendall. Oh, you didn't see it. You didn't watch the game. He fumbled on a handoff from Stetson Bennett. And like he turned around and just like kept running. Like and was looking back like, you got that? You you got that? That's on you, like, right? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, dude! Like, you are so bad. And and he had one down the left sideline where the the um the O line opened it up for him, and like he just looks so slow. Like, just stay, if anyone's hyping Kendall Milton, just stay away from him. I'm sorry, Kendall. I'm sure you're a great guy, but you're not good enough to be a NFL running back. I think that goes back to like Georgia's offensive line. Like, you should be racking up stats and he's not mm-hmm. yeah well i mean he's there it's a four-way split backfield so i get it for the stats part of it but yeah back to the uh the draft so the actual startup draft i'm just going to run it down from the top again it went 101 102 103 ken walker Brees hall at like the two three turn shout out mcspanky i think mcspanky picked up both the young running backs on the turn there and then after that, it was 104 and 105 from the 2023 class before the three pack of wide receivers that are probably the top three in 22 right now Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Drake London. I mean, some people might have uh, pickings ahead of London because of like how it's been like one catch for 10 yards and a touchdown or <laughs> like Drake London's good games right now. But you see yeah. the potential for sure. Yeah, I, I think I'm definitely Olave and Wilson over London. Uh, might be Burks too. And I was kind of Burks ahead of London before. And now that Burks is kind of playing well, I think they're both run first teams. 
but I think Burks is kind of that freak athleticism a little bit more than Moon London does. So I think Burks is probably slightly ahead for me, but I think they're really close. It's small tier. I think I prefer most of the 23 wide receivers to them too. So like I'm taking Jameson and Butte over both of them. I just can't do it yet, man. I can't do it. But I mean, it could easily it could easily see any of the top twenty three wide receivers drop into a situation with a better quarterback than what London and Burks have right now. Yeah. All those wide receivers go in the first round. So you got like five ish wide receivers in the first round next year. That that would probably be like the real NFL draft. So like you're bumping I gotta get back to my tab here. You're bumping like so the next after London it went 106, 107. So you're bumping London and Burks below that because 106, 107 is gonna be like Boutte and JSN. Yeah. As of as of right now. Yeah. And Ron was talking to be above him. Oh yeah. The thing about the Saints that's kind of scary is that like I know that the cap is a myth and they can move stuff around, but like the Saints are not in a good spot, like for how the state of that team, like uh next year negative fifty-four million and their effective uh cap rate, if you remember me saying from that that from earlier is negative sixty-five million. So yeah. But you know, they'll get under. It'll be all good. I actually am they'll just be starting worried. Andy Dalton again. I'm a little worried that Olave's best year is this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think his maybe his best year of talent is this year, but maybe his best opportunity it could be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you and Ron change with the wind, so it's all good. Well, you know. <laughs> Cakes loosely held. <laughs> Just kidding. Just giving you crap. Is Jared Goff worth more than Aaron Rodgers? I mean, right now he probably is again. <laughs> he is worth more than Aaron Rodgers. Confirmed. Locked it in. I was right before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you just gotta hold the line. You just gotta hold the line. But you don't want to hold too long. Like I've seen guys like just hold on too long and like get. Well, this one guy got like, kind of lucky this year with Justin Fields. Like he was hanging on to Justin Fields through all the turmoil, and that like from the beginning. Uh, yeah, so, he traded DJ Justin Fields for like his late first, like one twelve, <laughs> maybe one eleven. <laughs> oh, uh, that's cool. At least you didn't trade someone Jerry Judy uh, Tua for Jerry Judy straight up. <laughs> yes, I'll do. Uh, but the. The fields thing, I was like so mad about it. But then TJ traded fields for Zach Wilson. And so now I'm like, it's all good. We're okay. We both screwed up. <laughs> You're just like that guy in the goats chat. He's like, I'm buying points to screw uh, Jimmy Joe over off my pick. It's like, dude, it's too late for that. It's too late for that. It goes back to like Ron's approach. It's like it's better to just start rebuilding. It doesn't matter if you have your first or not. You got to start making your team better. No, why wait? That's what I did in goats. I was like, for the, like the first six, seven games, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to score points. Maybe I can sneak in. Maybe I won't win, but I'll like screw McSpanky a little bit on my pick, <laughs> and it'll be like pick eight or pick nine, what or pick nine or or worse. And then as the season went on, it just wasn't apparent. And then Brees Hall went down. And I'm just like, all right, I guess I'm playing for the 2024 101 now. Started consolidating everything, buying Kyle Pitts, buying Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm like so frustrated. I, I should have known the league rules. I thought it was the last pick that was points, but there's two that are points or last playoff spot. It's two playoff spots. First lesson in Dynasty, know your league rules. Uh, so I'm probably out. I'm not going to make the playoffs. I'm going to be like right at 105 or 106 on record, but I'm like seventh or eighth in points. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's so tough. Oh, yeah. Rule number two in Dynasty make sure you pay attention to the league and set your lineups. It doesn't matter if you're tanking, you got to set your lineup. I had just, a, I had a bunch of controversy with a guy in one of my leagues that he was 
gone for four weeks, didn't set a lineup. And then I, I sh- I'm stupid. I should have just like had Ron join and set his lineup, but instead I took a vote and like nine out of the 12 owners voted to kick him and replace him. And he wasn't responding for like the fifth week in a row. So we replaced him. And then of course, yesterday he was like lighting me up like crazy. And I was like, well, dude, like we'll give you your money back if like the team wins. But like, if you, if the team doesn't win, like there's no harm, no foul, you know, like you weren't going to get any money anyway. So it's just a shit show. I'm like, yeah, of course this guy's going to go on league safe and write a zero star review about how I stole his money. And uh, it's just like, people, you pay to play the game, like play the game. Like his excuse was that he was. Yeah. And you said, oh, I got married and I was on my honeymoon. I was like, dude, I was making trades on my honeymoon. Like, what are you talking about? No honeymoons in Dynasty. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, you should spend quality time with your newly new bride on your honeymoon. But I mean, if it's like, why are you going on your honeymoon in season, bro? <laughs> Schedule around it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but anyway, back to the 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 draft here with the 2022-2023 combined uh order in that startup so after the three pack of 22 wide receivers which were Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London went 106, 107 and 23 and then Kenny Pickett right after that which I mean we could probably talk for a few minutes about Kenny Pickett the last game seemed like he kind of started to get it back but Man, just been disappointing. Like, do you think it's Tomlin putting the leash on him, or do you think he's just not seeing it downfield? Because he's just dinking and dunking. I think it's a little bit of both. But it's probably more so the leash is on him. Like, he's supposed to not lose games right now. He's not allowed to take risks. He doesn't earn that trust with Tomlin. And also, he's probably not confident enough to, to throw some of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's been frustrating with like. Get muted. Not... Oops. It's all good. It's that time of year, man. My nose is dry. I'm as dry as Arizona right now with the air up here. I'm used to that Wisconsin humidity, and it's just all gone right now. It's zapped by the cold. Yeah, it was uh, starting to get to that. Those frigid temperatures up here. It was like 18 when I got up this morning. Pretty cold. So I don't want to make you feel too bad, but uh, we still have leaves on the trees. Like it's just turning to fall right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, you guys are a little bit further south. Yeah. Just a tad bit. Like like, uh, Indiana and Ohio too. Like they're not quite as bad yet. When I was down there, it was like 55. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like. I just wear a t-shirt in this weather. Just kidding. Uh, I'm not like that. One of those crazy Wisconsin people, like my, uh, one of my disc golf buddies, it would be like negative 10 degrees and we'd be out frisbee golfing and I'm wearing like thermal gear and he's out there in shorts with just the thermal gear on the top. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like your legs are going to fall off. Yeah. uh, So I was just home for uh, Thanksgiving with my family and my, my brother-in-law we went for a walk. We were going, it was like a, a three mile walk, like through the woods and stuff. And so he was like, Oh, we're going on a walk. Let me change clothes. And so then he had jeans on and he switched to shorts to go on the walk outside. It was like maybe 37. And I was like, That's... Why are you switching to shorts to go outside? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> that is still pretty cold. I mean, you might be need to be jogging to uh, maintain the temperature in shorts there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, one thing I forgot to mention here is like I'm super excited to see JMO today. Hopefully, he gets a decent oh, yes, snap share. And actually, mm-hmm. like I just love JMO, bro. Him and uh, him and Watson, and I know you see it on the sheet. Like I got them up there, like above these 23 wide receivers. Like I just, so I just love to them. Move JMO like above Garrett Wilson. It's just gonna be like the skyrocket. Just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like, you know, I can't think of a good reference right now, but it's going to be uh, easy. Easy like Sunday morning. Yeah, there you go. Easy (laughs) like Sunday morning right now. 
So yeah, I would still, but I would still take um, Kenny Pickett behind the four, five, six, seven. Uh, that's where I think I'm at right now. And I know I was previously really high on him. I still believe in the talent. I just, I want to see him, you know, gain a little bit more confidence, have a little bit more reign of the offense, see that O line kind of get solidified uh, this coming year, next year in the draft, maybe. I feel like right now he's kind of like Mac Jones. He's like that safe quarterback that plays quarterback. Quarterbacks get more points than wide receivers and running backs. Stick them in your super flex and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you're not excited about having him. But he very easily could turn into like a frisky quarterback that you kind of want to see what happens. Like Zach Wilson's a terrible reference now because everybody hates him and he's lost the starting job and everything. But he was real frisky and it was like, oh, well, could he be really good? Like he's going to run a little bit like run and shoot and then uh never work out but kenny pickett is still yeah i think that kenny pickett's in like not a necessarily a better situation but like the right situation with tomlin to like mentor him and to see what not to do from mitch trubisky no i'm just kidding sorry mitch uh but like kenny pickett's got the the legs you know to like make something happen for your fantasy team with the rushing yards and like the rushing touchdowns. And he's like big enough to, to get the goal line stuff. Like his first NFL touchdown was a QB sneak on the goal line. Um, I think he actually had two rushing touchdowns that game. So yeah, I, I think that he three won. Picks. Knowing completions, three picks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I actually have, uh, you know, it's different based on like where all the other like players go in a startup, but like but from these two classes combined, like in that draft, he went 13th, and I actually have him at 16th. So I was a little bit behind where they were in the, the draft as far as just these two classes go. But like I said, it could be different based on because, like, I mean, I'm still believing Swift, man. Like, I don't know how you feel about DeAndre Swift, but like he went at 509 in that draft behind um, 509 behind uh, Pickens. Which I'm still, I would probably keep Pickens because of the wide receiver position holding value uh, over Swift. Like if someone offered me Swift for Pickens straight up, I'd probably turn it down depending on my team situation. But like How's the startup work? Do they have to play out the rest of the season, or is it just for next year? It's just for next year. Um, I feel like maybe you lean towards like young teams because it's so far away. You don't care at all about production, then. Yeah, yeah, not at so all. Sometimes you get like more of a split. But some people think it's um, twenty-three in this case. I'm looking more towards you. That's why I didn't get uh, another. You know, back on the the goats league talk thing. That's why I didn't get what the guy was saying about trading away those second round picks to get rid of the bust factor or whatever. I was like, those picks are not going to bust for five six months, man. Like, and then you don't even still don't even have to make them. Like, they're super insulated right now. Like, you should just hold on to those bad boys. Safest thing that exists. Yeah, Yeah, let's buy some vets that are going to tear their ACL in the next three weeks. Yeah, like as much as I'm excited about. JSN and Boutte right now, like that's call it 106, 107. I'd much rather have a player if the draft capital doesn't come in or if I feel like there's a risk with the team. Like, let's say somebody goes to the Titans and I'm like, oh, the Titans already have Burks. I think that's a low volume offense. Like, I, I don't know that I want that wide receiver as much. But right now it's a pick. And that pick could change to a running back. It could change to Gibbs in a bad situation or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So are you flip-flopping now? Because you were saying that you would rather have those 23 wide receivers over Burks. I would right now. But like come come the draft, oh, like we gotcha. see where they land. Maybe I don't. But right now I definitely want picks because they're picks. If yeah. it was just the wide receivers, then maybe I feel like there's more risk. I feel like you're contradicting yourself right now. <laughs> you're like, I want the picks, but there's a huge chance that they are they're terrible and sketchy. <laughs> Not a huge chance, but because of the chance, I think yeah. they're all close. I'd rather have the picks right now because they are picks. That's why I'm like, 
for dynasty, like I try to, I know it's like a, a delicate balance of talent and situation. It's not like one over the other because like there's those years, like the 2019, like AJ Brown was going like 110, 111, dude, in that draft because he got drafted by the Titans and it was a terrible situation. And, um, but anyway, so, so it was, 106, 107, Kenny Pickett, Traylon Burks, George Pickens, which I would have Pickens like up above. Oh, I actually had Pickens above London. I don't know, man. I just love the. Yeah, you redraft the uh, NFL draft, and I think there's a first round pick, but based on how well he's playing this year, I'm not sure. You know, There we go. I super my I don't know why I pay for AT&T super fast internet. Unless my wife's bogging it down, I don't know. I'm curious what happens when you freeze. Like is it because it's a website like I'm still good, right? Yeah, they actually have some new thing where like we can record it like separately and like merge it at the end so it's like all good, but like it's like a beta thing, I don't know. I'd be willing to try it one of these times, but I hope my face didn't look really stupid right there when it was frozen. It wasn't bad. You, oh, you were man. just like mildly uh, gaped in your mouth, not uh, like, I was like oh. Um. So yeah, it was like Pickens, 108, JMO, 109, 110, then Rashad White. How you... Once you get to 109, 110, like, I have no idea who those players are actually going to be. Like, there's yeah. a wide range of like eight it's players that could be crazy. Yeah. Like, for the Florida quarterback, Jermaine Burton, uh, DJU, uh, Michael Mayer, Zach I think it Evans. Will not be DJU, pretty sure. DJU. You think he's going back so to school? Sure. No, I just don't think he's going to get drafted. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they, he's having a decent comeback year, right? Like, he had he was terrible oh, before this, but... He's done. It's over. I guess I haven't been paying close enough attention to him. Still don't want to play club. Club played in that championship. I don't know if DJU... You know who DJU is, right? You know Lego Lego? Yeah, okay, okay. You go away. <laughs> we Put some respect on him. Okay, and he's not that good. Did you say it right? Like, uh, I still don't know. We Yeah. I'm going to see how many attempts he had in the championship game. Um, He had five pass attempts. He was two for five. Oh, and, and the ACC. was 20 for 24. Oh, so he got benched. Yes, pretty sure. Oh, that's that's he cool. So did Jaden. So did Jaden Daniels. <laughs> All right, uh, forget that then. Anyway, uh, so uh, like Rashad White right there though. After the one ten, how are you feeling about Rashad White right now? Because like so he's getting the reins. Yeah, I think he's got that pass catching ability that was kind of proven last week. Now I'm going to be a little disappointed. And by a little, a lot disappointed if Fournette comes back and has like a 70% share today. I don't know, or tomorrow. I don't know what the game is, but this week. But I think Rashad White's like the RB1 there. A little more nervous because Brady's going to should retire, hopefully. Why, hopefully? I don't want him to retire. Godwin, I need Godwin to get peppered, dude. He's old. He's done. Like <laughs> that's what, family. That's what they're all saying about Aaron Rodgers. When I'm trying to trade for Jordan Love this week, everyone wants a mid twenty two, uh, mid twenty three second because Rodgers is done. He's gonna go do ayahuasca until he dies. Even with the leaders of Brady, if they play next year, great for them. But I'm still done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's gonna come a point. Um, I could totally see him playing again next year. But anyway, Rashad White. I like Rashad White, White, but like, are you moving off him for like a first round pick? 
because like right here he went ahead of the 111 112 yeah i think any first round pick i'm probably taking over Rashad white you gotta i think because like as much as i like him as much as he's on a good offense right now like you're saying if brady goes it's gonna be sketchy and i i as much as i like him i don't think he's like a super special player you know and i'm gonna show a, a play real quick here i hope i don't get in trouble there's only like 11 people that watch this anyway so it doesn't matter uh but this play right here like you can see as long as it doesn't lag out not this one but the next one coming up my cat's like spazzing out over here oh yeah so that's the play oh it's lagging out bad cool perfect you'll see when it comes when the because this is not the angle i wanted to show but this is what like separates a guy like this and like nick chubb you'll see when it when it loads up here so like see he takes the handoff from brady and like that it missed it because it lagged but like when he was right there like i'm gonna actually try to bring it back but when he was right there he did it he did a jump cut when he didn't need to to the outside so you get the point um it's not gonna load oh it did load oh that's the wrong screen um i'll try to pause it so like right there like instead of like jump cutting like how he is right now like he should have just ran straight right there should like way too much way too much uh wasted space to the outside which is still a great run but um a guy like nick chubb a a guy like nick chubb just hits that hole straight on and takes it to the house because he Mm -hmm. understands the wasted movement and the angles that are gonna lose him like 15 20 yards on the play so I just wanted to point that out. Like, I st- I'm not bashing Rashad White. I like him. Not everyone can be the best running back in the NFL, obviously. Oh. But um, yeah, which where, where did Rashad White go? Where, where are we at? Like, roughly in the startup pick. He went round. between 110 and 111. Ah, no, I'm in like a round of the startup. Oh, I think it was like the fifth, dude. No, 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 no. It was the seventh. Seven, uh, seven, where is it? He's gone. Uh, seventh. Start of the seventh. Right before Terry McLaurin and Russell Wilson. So, see him. so like that feels about right, but I don't think he's moving up much from that. So then that feels like risky again, going back to like, do you prefer the pick with no name? I think I prefer the pick with no name. Yeah, and he went before J.K. Dobbins. He had Dobbins or White? Uh, I know you're a little scarred by Dobbins. I'm I'm pretty scarred. The uh, scars run deep. Uh, that's so tough. I I gotta go JK though. Yeah, I mean, like, if he can just get the knee right, he's so good, and he's and he's in a good offense. That's... I remember back to like, it was Swift, Taylor, and Dobbins, right? And C E H were like the three. Yeah, C E H was like the no name that jumped. Oh, up. before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Danny Circles and stuff. And Acres, Acres was pretty highly touted. Yeah. That didn't work out too well. I was actually just readjusting all my like running my running back rankings like wildly changed. Like I finally gave some respect to Christian McCaffrey. Like I figure if I'm gonna have all these hurt guys, like I might as well have the best hurt guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's in a, a really good offense. Oh, I gotta change him from Carolina to San Fran. In my uh rankings. Still can't believe it happened. CMC moved this year. Yeah, crazy. Right. But so then it went 111, 112. Christian Watson, Damian Pierce was where I kind of cut it off. And I'm sure there's like some honorable mentions, but um man, Christian Watson way too low for me. And I think it's just because like most of the guys in this draft are from the DT Discord, and it's like um I don't want to say it's like heavily stats influenced, but like I feel like it is like mostly like about you know trusting the stats more than like the eyeball, which I totally understand. That's you know everyone plays this game different, but like, and I and I understand what Christian Watson's not going to have two touchdowns every week on like four catches, but like I do think that it's going to like kind of meet in the middle where like he's going to be getting eight nine targets a game. Yeah, I think. That- Christian Watson is still on that. Like he could be MVS or he could be like good Gabe Davis. <laughs> or he could be like 
It'll, he's or not he, like DJ Brown. He could be or, like better yeah. than J Mo. No, I think so. <laughs> like but I think he's like a good like wide receiver two, wide receiver three on fantasy team. Wide receiver two, wide receiver three. I don't think he has a wide receiver one on the on fantasy team side, like some of those other guys. So that's why I'd have him a little bit lower, but I still think he slides in right behind James. And I think he goes over Shot White. What about London? Yeah, London's probably above above Watson. Okay. Above JML. Right now until one game. (laughs) I was asking about London, not JML. You're just I'm asking I'm asking you about Drake London. You're just like, I love JML. I love Jim. Well, I think London's above JMO too, right? That's For now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Damian Pierce to round it out. Yeah, which, I mean, you're taking me 23 first. More than a 23 second. That's where Pierce's value is, but less than a 23 first. So, tough spot to be in. What about like a like a? I know like Ron was giving me crap and saying you have no idea where a twenty-four first is going to end up. But like, what about like a twenty-four first that you think is going to be late? I think you take right ahead of like one oh nine and then like eighteen range because you don't know what's going to happen. Okay. It's where you start to look at like it's better to take out a year and see what happens. Especially with this class where I think like the, the first seven are locked in, but draft capital could shift things around and everything. But I, I think the first seven are really good and then seven or eight. And then after that it's questionable. Gosh, I mean like what a hot start for uh Jahan Dotson and then just fell off a cliff after yeah, the I'm injury. so excited about him. Like I still think he scored a lot of touchdowns. He's proven he can do it. Yeah, I think it's a good buy low right now for sure. Yeah. Same with uh, David Bell. Like before, if you can get it, if you can listen to this whole show, all 48, 47 minutes so far and get it in before Deshaun Watson throws, uh, targets David Bell 10 times today. I've been surprised that people's Jones is playing over. I'm worried that Bell's too slow for the NFL, which is kind of the worry. Yeah, I mean, Bell's a, you know, win with technique, possession, wide receiver. That's how he's going to be. He's not going to be that burner that, you know, wins down the sideline. I think he's a good slot receiver for this team. I think put Peoples-Jones and Cooper on the outside and and let Bell tear up the slot, and then that's going to be the next two to three years because they have no draft picks after they traded for Deshaun Watson. We do have no draft picks. And there's no wide receivers in the free agent class next year. There's absolutely nobody. So I, I could see opportunity coming for him on like a year two, three breakout. Not Maybe not even a breakout. Breakout's a bad word to use sometimes. Just like a good wide receiver three, four. I feel like you should be targeting people's Jones though. That's what I'm like disappointed in. He should be getting, you know, like five, six targets in the slot. And then people should just be in the three, four range on the outside. Cooper is worth 10. Now it's like, it's down to like six. You know, like, like, let me check the game log and see if I'm like way off on it. I guess. I'm excited yeah. today, man. There's so many things happening today. Watson coming back, JMO coming back. It's gonna be a good Sunday. Pay more attention. He's ramped up his target share. He's uh, five, five, and six the last three weeks. Bell three receptions, four and four, but only twenty yards every game. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah, short area. Maybe like with a better quarterback the targets will be a little bit more a dot um we'll see we'll see four four and a half range right now what um so you know the whole aaron Rodgers thumb thing people are like they need to give him at least a couple week break because it's like similar to the russell wilson and uh the other person that had it is like escaping me 
but surgery four to six or six to eight weeks Definitely was like person was like what happened to the other guys that had this like thing that Rogers has going on. It's like, what do you think of Jordan love right now? Like, I mean, I didn't really get to see that game where he like came in and finished it out because I've been like going to bed super early, but uh, I mean, he could yeah. definitely hit Christian Watson on the crosser. I think he's moved up from worth like maybe a fourth of flyer pick to maybe a third. I'm not paying a second for months. No, me either. Not not even a 24, 25 second if I can play that. Like it. Just give me the second. Had me thinking about uh Yeah. I mean maybe. (laughs) So I had me thinking about Trey Lance too. Like, man, I made a trade for Trey Lance last week. Like, and now this morning, like Ian Rappaport came out and said that. Apparently, the 49ers are both sides are open to Jimmy returning in 2023. Jimmy's not coming back unless he's a starter. Yeah. So I actually think that no, I just traded for Jimmy and uh, with Suka, actually traded for Jimmy. Um, I think Jimmy's starting next year. I think he's definitely a top 32 quarterback. I think he's got a job next year. I think it puts him more in the call it. QB 20 to QB 24 range because there's going to be some that are like Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and Marcus Mariona. That that range is going to be behind him. I think like James Winston and Andy Dalton, you know, however everything shuffles out next year. Mm-hmm. So I'd have Jimmy above all those guys. And then it's like, well, Superflex League, you need two QBs. And then suddenly like Jimmy's a locked in starter next year. That doesn't tell me what you think of Trey Lance. <laughs> no. If if you think he he's gone, back, I think he's gone. But if he comes back, then Trey Lance isn't playing, or they're trading Trey Lance. And if they're trading Trey Lance, then oh gosh, then he's done. Yeah, then he's done. Yeah. I yeah. think Jimmy's gonna, you know, command too much money because of like them being a playoff team, possibly like NFC Championship team. Well, you know, cousins or or Jimmy, like that feels like. That's a fine trade-off. For the price, Jimmy. For the price, Jimmy, yeah. Like, Ron took Kirk Cousins in the fourth round of that startup. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not hating on it, like, but it's just not my cup of tea. Like, I don't want a guy that, you know, like, I mean, the only reason Cousins is popping off like he is is because of Justin Jefferson. Like, if he didn't have Jefferson, dude, he would be so bad. Like he is just closing his eyes, throwing it Jefferson's way. Nah, I'm I'm exaggerating. He's not closing his eyes. Yeah. The uh, other two interesting picks in that range, Geno Smith and uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah, over Aaron Rodgers going on IR this year. Oof. The wait, Stafford's on IR now. Yeah, it's over. Oh no, I didn't know that. I have him on a contender. That's. That sucks. Now I'm stuck to stuck with Daniel Jones. At least you have somebody. Yeah, I see it. Oh, I have two also, so that's good. I was freaking. Yeah, when Stafford's getting yeah. older, the Rams are so bad now. I like, yeah. I don't know how they fix it because they have no capital. Because they gave it to the Lions. Thank you very much, Go Lions. Woo! Yeah, that's what Ron said. He was like, they Matthew Stafford single handedly fixed the. Lions franchise was being Close. traded away, and Stafford got a like a Super Bowl, so like it's good on both sides. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I want to be. I'd be interesting to see Jimmy like on the Jets next year, or um, what was the other one I was just thinking of, or like if Matt Ryan is done going to the Colts. She like that was an option for them. They messed up. I mean. Yeah, because neither of those teams are in position to get another quarterback right now. Like they both aren't in aren't in position. Uh, don't have as much draft capital as these other teams that are are gonna try to go get one. And um, I just don't think there's really anything behind Stroud. Like leave. I had high hopes for Levis, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't know. Him and Richardson are super sketchy right now. Hendon Hooker or Hooker. Yeah. Hendon. How, how's it said? Hendon, yeah, I think Hendon. I don't know, man. 
He's like 27 already, isn't he? Like Brandon, he's like Brandon Whedon. Didn't Brandon Whedon go to Tennessee? Oklahoma State, still orange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah orange. Okay. And uh, ooh, who was that wide receiver that went nuts or was nuts? Oh, shoot. For OSU? Is it Greenback? Doral Greenback? No? For what, no, what school? It was not. For OSU, yeah. For Oklahoma State, yeah. Oh, Oh, well, the, cool. I mean, I thought Tylen Wallace was going to be good. Just never, never got an opportunity, really. Was it Justin Blackman? Ooh, there we go. Yeah, that's it. It's Blackman. I took a random stab there. I thought it might be right. Yeah, it's good. It well lost his mind a little bit. That guy had a lot of talent. Just kind of lost it. But you never yeah, know. He what's was going one on. of those like top three, top four round uh, startup picks. Yeah, makes me think of uh, gosh, so many wide receivers, man, are just like one and or were at least one and done. It seems like there's a little bit more stability with these like elite wide receivers in the last couple of years, like elite draft capital at least. I should clarify. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, makes me think of Javon Walker for the Packers. Like, is good for mm-hmm. like two years, blast from the past, and then just died. Did he go the Broncos too after that? One year. Maybe, maybe. Um, there's no other real news this breaking this morning right now, but I just wanted to talk about this one trade I had in uh, Goats. Um, I was talking to TJ about how like Kyle Pitts like runs out on him kind of, but like I think he's a great buy right now. It's just like I'm not saying he's gonna do Kelsey things like Kelsey is like unprecedented, other than Gronk like just number one year after year after year. But like Kelsey had a couple concussions his first year and people were like, I didn't play dynasty at the time, but people were worried about him. You know, they were, weren't doubting the ability, but they were worried like, Oh, is this guy going to get on the field? Is he going to get the targets? I think Alex Smith might've been the quarterback at that point. Not sure. Even going back to like Gronkowski, like I didn't take some, some time. Like Hernandez was getting, more play than Gronkowski was, and then Gronkowski had like a 13 year, and then obviously Hernandez, Hernandez. Uh, but like, you don't know what's going to happen, and I think in the end right now is so wide open. You've got like Andrews, Kelsey's is really old, Kelsey's really old, and then like Hawkinson's there, but he's like probably not a top five tight end. He's just got top pointed by default. There's nobody else. Yeah. It's like Hawkinson's like really solid, but he's not like spectacular, which like Pitts has a chance to be like spectacular, you know. Yeah. So, so take some risk. Go for the upside. Yeah, so I traded for him. I received Pitts Taekwon Thornton, which is like whatever, and a fourth for George Kittle and Jerry Judy. And this is a 14 team super flex, two PPR tight end. Only start one tight end. And it's start three running backs, start four wide receivers. So Jerry Judy has some decent value, even though he's been kind of disappointing. That's something else we were talking about, too, in DM. Like, man, Jerry Judy has, like, got all the talent in the world, but just seems so soft and, like, can't get it together with the hands, man. Like, He seems, like, smaller than uh, uh, Smith. Smith for uh, the Eagles. Oh, geez. I was going to say, before you said – if we said Smith, I was going to say Xavier Worthy. Oh, yeah, that was even smaller. But, like, Judy plays smaller than he is, even though Judy's bigger, I think, twice. Yeah, he's, like, six foot, like, 190. Like, or six one, one ninety. It's just, like, it just seems like he's always getting his ankle twisted or, or something. I still, I still believe in the talent. I just, like, would like to see a little bit more results coming from him, but. They're just all having an off year over there anyway. But yeah, so yeah, I, I felt like how like how are the Broncos so bad? Like they're yeah. gonna have the lowest touchdown total or scoring team since I don't know, two thousand two or something. There was a Raiders team one year that was really bad, but I think they're gonna be below that. Have you seen That's... the the bath the Russell Wilson bathrooms thing or whatever? No. There's some guy that uh, since week one he's like doing this thing on Twitter where he gets on and he's like, all right, so this week Russell Wilson had zero touchdowns and he still has 14 bathrooms. Like the bathrooms are holding it down this week. And then like, it's still like 
uh, nine touchdowns to like his 14 bathrooms in his house. Like every week he gets on and he's like, yep, bathrooms holding it down again, like doing work for us this week. It's so bad. Like 14 is uh, way too many bathrooms, but not a high touchdown total. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. Like Jared Goff, man. How many touchdowns does he have? But I think uh, he's probably up to 45. That would be my. my <laughs> yeah, once JMO steps on the field today. Mm. So I thought it was a fair price to pay. Like for context, like I think we, I mentioned it a little bit at the earlier the podcast. This is that league where like my team wasn't going anywhere because I lost Hall and like my quarterback situation was terrible. Like I, all these guys took quarterbacks and I thought, oh, I can wait on. You know, Jimmy and uh, and I think I traded G- for you for, uh, for Gino from you. Yeah. I can't. Uh, Jeff Wilson, the goat, Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up trading Jimmy, Gino, and George Pickens and some other junk for Jamar. Well, I ended up trading. Yeah, immediately for Jamar. Yeah, I just wanted to lock down the QB. But yeah, I felt like it was a uh, Kittle twenty nine, Judy fluttering a little bit. Find value to pay for Pitts. Most people are like completely done with Kittle, with just like how inconsistent he's been and how injured he's been over the last years. It feels like you want to be done. Then you're like, well, who else is going to put up the potential points that he could? Like, I know, somebody... like 50, fifty point games and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, where, where I mean, is Judy on the startup? I'm trying to find him. Uh, not even drafted yet. It's not that bad, is it? No, I'm kidding. Shut up! Shut up! My cat is trying to get in the cabinet where like all the like spaghetti noodles and like rice is, and he's just up there meowing. Like, shut up, dude! No. He does this in like the middle of the night too. Uh, Judy was eight eleven, right be- right after Goff, right before. Yeah, Goff. I can't see eight eleven. I only see the picture there, so it's Bateman. Tough. Bateman after that, that's rough, dude. So yeah, I mean, uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? Any of the games you're excited about other than seeing JMO and so I'm, guys I'm pretty excited about the, the Chiefs game, Chiefs versus Cincinnati, oh, that yeah. could be a, a shootout. And then the defense for San Francisco versus my Dolphins. I've adopted the Dolphins this year as one of my teams. <laughs> that may have been clear from the offseason buying Tua. But really, I only started buying Tua after you said that the Tua could potentially be good, and then the Tyreek Hill trade and stuff. But I'm, he's my most owned quarterback. Tyreek Hill is probably my most owned wide receiver. Waddle's probably number two. So <laughs> we're all in. Yeah, it's a AFC West afternoon over there. You got Chargers Raiders, too. I'm so disappointed. I, I have so much Herbert that I didn't really intend to. I was just like trying to get one of the top five or so QBs. And then he has definitely not been a top five QB this year. He's like the only one that hasn't done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like and this it, last week was like the first time he was like top eight in like however many weeks since like week one or something. Part of that's like Mike Williams has been injured. Keenan Allen's been injured. Hopefully he'll have a better second half of the season. Or I guess last third of the season at this point. Oh man, I'm glad I have to go like go to bed early on these nights. Freaking Colts and Cowboys on Sunday night football. I didn't think that one through. That should have been Chiefs Bengals. So yeah, those are yeah, I'm excited to watch that that uh yeah, the afternoon game should be fun then. Yeah. And then just turn your TV off after the afternoon games. Chris Bauer, your wife. Talk to your girlfriend, talk to your family. Yeah, sure. Words of wisdom from Payson. As I, I think it's uh, getting long in the tooth here. Maybe we should get out of here. So. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, don't forget to check out our first ever sponsor, uh, Modern Virtual Designs. Go over to 
modernvirtualdesigns.com if you uh, want to see what your space will look like before you do any type of remodel. Remodels cost lots of money and you can see exactly what it looks like and make changes if you want to. Um, maybe you're unhappy with something that you thought you were going to be happy with and it's you know a fraction of the price to see what it'll look like beforehand. And uh, Payson <laughs> dropping his earbud. All right, man, it was good talking to you. Good talking to the fan. Later. All right, see you guys.